Welcome to Behind the Curl, where connection is created with one another through the sharing of the personal natural hair stories and experiences, as well as natural hair education brought to you by myself. I am a naturally textured curly hair specialist. I am also your host, Amy Bush, and I invite you to join me as we celebrate what is natural, beautiful, and authentic. Good morning. How are you today, Deirdre? I'm good. Thank you, Amy. I'm, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm excited because you're here. I'm here. We figured everything out, how to be here together. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes the biggest challenge is the technology, but we got it working. So it's all good. Wonderful. Absolutely. So, you know, I wanted to let all our listeners in on some of our conversations that you and I have, because I really enjoy them. I feel like they always bring value to my life. And I wanted to be able to let in others in on this. And because these are the conversations that are happen happening every day, everywhere. And sometimes it's really nice to know that you're not alone on this natural hair journey. And so I thought that it would be great for you to kind of tell us your story and to kind of just share what your journey has been like. And so before we jump into that, why don't you just kind of tell us a little bit about who you are as a person and maybe how we met? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Amy, for that beautiful introduction. I just want to say that it's an honor to be here talking with you. And I, too, have enjoyed our conversations immensely. Um, let's see. So how we how we kind of met and how I how I stumbled upon ambushed, and I'm so happy that I did. Um, so I was seeking, you know, a hairstylist that would be able to work on African American curly hair, and you know, it's a challenge uh, to find really someone that can that would make it easier, you know, all of that. So I I found ambush basically through talking with a colleague who uh, was, uh, had a salon, you know, that she would visit in Cleveland and told me about, um, you know, the certification of curly, like how to cut uh, natural hair and all of that. So anyway, long story short, <laughs> um, I came to the salon and I was just blown away by it. And um, I had a couple of other hair stylists that I went to before and, and until I got to you and you, uh, you know, specialize in color as well. So I, I'm like, oh, and I couldn't get into your chair forever. So, <laughs> like, oh my God, I get to sit in Amy's chair. You know? <laughs> so from there, we just started these conversations about hair and the love of hair and, and curly hair specifically. And uh, it's been amazing ever since. Yeah, same here, same here. <laughs> oh, wonderful, thank you. Um, so one of the things that I wanted to do is kind of like go back in time, go back in history. And why don't you start with your story of natural hair or maybe not so natural, depending where you were at in your life, but start with some of your first memories. And what I want you to kind of tell us is, what was the attachment of the culture, the feeling, what you were taught, the belief system, um, you know, and kind of bring us along on your on your path and your story? 
Absolutely. Um, it's, it's a long one and it's a beautiful one, I think, but also complex at times and frustrating. Um, but my grandmother, she was a beautician and she had her own salon and, um, she uh, studied under, I think, the school of CG, um, Madam Walker, you know, so, um, you know, back then when I was a child, she did my hair, she did my mother's hair, and I just remember long, long sessions in the kitchen, you know, with the pressing comb and, you know, straightening and braiding and you name it, right? So uh, I just kind of learned, you know, my hand at just knowing my own hair because that's that's key uh growing up with hairstyles and and straightening through uh chemical process because of course everybody wanted that hair that you know the towel I, i'm sure like back in the day whoopi goldberg would put on a, a towel around her head and she'd swing it like oh we want this hair to swing you know and so lots of time you know uh cutting down on time with the relaxers, you know, that were available. Um, so many years, many years uh, with the relaxer and it was like, oh, we got to get it straight, you know. Um, and many years, I'm from Columbus. So we, <laughs> we spent a lot of time at Charles Penn Zone. Okay. I, I, I remember that, right. But um, then at some time in college, I was like, oh, you know, how am I going to take care of my hair? What am I going to do? And all this and bad haircuts and all, right. So Later on in life, I came back to home with hair, with my curly hair, and um, I, I, I was ill and my hair was not responding like it normally would because it's really easy to grab onto color and straighten. And my hairstylist at the time was like, Deidre, you know, we really need to look at um, the medications that you're taking, the other things. And this is the thing that people don't get. They're like, well, you know, my hair should do this. No, your hair is like an appendage. It is your skin. It's an appendage. So anytime that you're affected on the inside of your body, it's going to affect you. So I, Amen. yeah, you know, I, I, it's about education and people think, well, I want my hair to look like hers. Well, your hair is not her hair. So you know, embrace what's on your crown on your head. So I was, I had to, I, I felt like it was a call to remember my roots, you know, literally about, you know, your hair was natural one at one time and, you know, it was beautiful. It was healthy. So you have to embrace the fact that, you know, straight, let it go. You know, this is more of a cultural, you know, like coming to, you know, acceptance of in, in out there versus who you are, you know? And so, um, I was looking around, I'm like, really, you don't need all this come back. You know, you remember what your grandmother taught you and, you know, and so I went through that whole journey and, uh, found another hairstylist that was like, it should be easy, not hard. And God bless her for saying it. And again, coming to ambush really made me go, wow, this is, this is home for me, for my crown that I've fought with wigs, everything, you name it. Like, oh, I got to cover it up because I'm going through transition. I need a protective style, which I mean by, you know, uh, twists, things like that. So I had to go back and experiment. So again, long story, <laughs> kind of short, but yeah, it's been your crown is everything. And I, I love my curls. Love them. Uh, that's beautiful. Thank you.
I could really feel the journey. I could feel that, the emotions that were coming up. And that's the thing that I think is so different with wearing our curls is that it's a part of our identity. It's a part of the stories. You know, it's different than people that with straight hair. Um, and the fact that I don't think that there's as many um, emotions tied up into, I guess, the cultural background to the expectations. Because when we look at social media, mm-hmm. we look at movies, um, everybody, you know, it's fl- straight hair, flat ironed. Like, I remember when everybody was talking about, was it the Princess Diaries? Um, she was a princess and she didn't know. I'm trying to think. Um, Anne Hathaway, maybe. Oh. She had the curly hair. And then they remade her. And all of a sudden, it's sleek. Mm. And in my mind, I was like, even back, you know, I was like, oh, why couldn't we have just made those curls beautiful? Right. That would have been amazing. Um, yeah. So every there's this onslaught. And this is across the whole entire world. Okay. So there's this onslaught of it has to be sleek, shiny, smooth. But when we get into the history of that, you know, and we and we look at um those that wear the hair, it, it's power. It's 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 a form of control. It's a form of making people the same. Yes. Now, there might be people out there that don't agree with me on that, but what I can tell you for a fact is that when it comes to trends, okay, trend is only a trend because it's repeatable in mass, right? Yeah. And so with straight hair, you can create carbon copies. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so then everybody's on this same platform, same playing you know, field, right? But right. with curly hair, it's a fingerprint and it's unique. And nobody is going to be the same as somebody else. Now we could have a trend of saying bangs. Okay. We could have a trend of saying maybe it's a shag, you know, like a shape or diamond shape, a round shape. Mm-hmm. Like those are the trends. But outside of that, none of us can be a copy of another. And that's what brings in our uniqueness. And I think that's where my passion comes from is being able to bring out the uniqueness in somebody. And we all have to be able to look in the mirror and see the beauty of our uniqueness and, and you know, and lift that up and say, yeah. this is actually a great feature. So for those that of individuals that are like, I don't have any curl, all I can ever do is just wear an Afro. Well, then do you know what? Wear it big and proud because I personally will never have an Afro. <laughs> okay. I mean, even if I tried to permit and make it, it won't ever happen. So I can't embrace that uniqueness and then vice versa. So we have to be able to look in the mirror and say, I embrace this. This is me. This is what's natural and it's beautiful. So, you know, I think that wearing our hair curly gives us the opportunity to do that. Whereas if all we're doing is straightening, then we're trying to emulate something. Now, for those people out there, and I talked about this in one of the other episodes, is that, you know, I'm not saying that you can't ever wear your hair straight. I'm not saying that that's not a part of who you are authentically. Right. But I think for most of us that are living a lifestyle where we are wearing our natural texture and curl mm-hmm. and not trying to take away from that, that it's about being brave enough to show a side of ourselves without altering that. 
to some extent. You can enhance, right? But not altering it. And so I think that's what's at the root of what we were going to call what? The natural hair movement. Okay. And, And bringing that power out goes politically, socially, economically, historically, culturally, you know, all of those. And so it just goes so much deeper. It does. It There's does. my soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's it's true. Um, it's very true. Everything you said because you know I I found myself trying to figure out you know it, it shouldn't have been that hard. Like why you know at this point now you know when I go back and straighten it just maybe to change the look of it you know and mm-hmm. develop a different hair. It didn't want to go back. Yeah. It was like, no, <laughs> I like it like this. And then I, I would run my fingers through it and I love the texture of the curl. And when I did straighten it, it was not normal. It wasn't natural. Yeah, It was, it didn't feel right. Um, and so it took me a while to come back and, and embrace that. And now I've fully embraced it again. And I just, there's just nothing like it. Like, again, there is a history to, uh, especially African-American hair, um, you know, why we do what we do. It's just, it's a, I think it's adornment. It's a lot of things that go into the love and care of our hair. Absolutely. I mean, it, it does go deep. It goes part of that and hair does in general, like if we go back centuries, right. It was meant to do a lot of things. It could indicate status, Mm-hmm. It could indicate shame, like in times in history, they would shave the heads of women. It could indicate somebody was in mourning or an event, or it could be spiritual. Um, like there's so many things that it signifies and you know, brings into our lives. So, you know, I think it's important to be able to talk about these things and talk about it because then it creates this connection for understanding. So like, for instance, I, as a white woman, have my own attachments to my belief systems, to the way I grew up and what I was told, right? Yeah. But it's, I love hearing about the connection that many people from different parts of the world, or even just culturally, or from your stories as a black woman, of what that is, because then I think that we can find that common ground yeah, and what things mean. So it's like the details might change, but the energy flows the same. Yes. The emotions flow the same. And I love being able to bring it out and talk about the differences. You know, I think that can bring us closer. And I think that curly hair is a bridge. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. What what maybe, you know, other people think of is it's just hair. No, it's, it's not. And just to, to use an example, not to get too heavy, but, um, you know, when you have to create a crown, the crown act, <laughs> I remember reading, you know, um, I think it was, I can't remember, don't quote me, but, um, probably from one of the, the Congress women, <laughs> uh, talking about, I can't even believe I'm addressing this. Like, I think it, it might've been Barbara Lee, mm-hmm. but um, you know, it's just like, I can't even believe we're, 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 this is what we're talking about. And what I mean by crown act is that, 
you know, because you're discriminated against because of the way that you wear your hair at work, um, you know, especially African-American, whether it's, you know, natural and it's style or it's braids or, you know, just not the typical, like what we were talking about, straightened hair, um, that it's a threat, that it, it means something, you know, um, to be seen, um, you know, not in your natural state. And so, uh, you know, people don't know what to do with that and all of that, like you were explaining before. But yeah, this is it's we're all a part of, you know, our our how our identities mm. um individually mean something. And so when we start putting them all into one look, one acceptance, one, 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 it, it becomes something else. So I yeah, uh, to this day, I'm still like stunned, you know, but it's real, you know, people don't, they don't like it. <laughs> and so <laughs> there's just something about it, but it's like, no, this is who I am. So you either take me or you don't, and we'll just move on because now you're setting yourself up for something else that is, shouldn't, shouldn't have been there in the first place. What would some of your advice be to someone that is thinking about transitioning into their natural or they're in the middle of the process of transitioning and maybe they have friends and family members that aren't as supportive, mm -hmm. but they really want it because mm -hmm. it can be very discouraging when you don't have the support from your friends and family and you're trying to do this difficult thing and trying to make it through because it really is a process that makes you really think about who you are and how you're presenting yourself to the world. So, you know, what would you say to those individuals? That's a great question. Um, you know, I've had people, you know, even in the grocery store, just, you know, sisters come up to me and say, Hey, I really love your hair. What are you doing? <laughs> and we, you know, we'll be in, in the grocery line, just talking about it, waiting for our, you know, checkout. And we get into a full blown of products and everything, you know, like it's just this whole thing, like we've been knowing each other. And so people ask and um, transitioning is, you know, you have to give yourself patience, patience and time. You know, some people do a big buzz or the big cut, you know, <laughs> just all at once. I was not that person because I was like, oh, I need my hair long. And that's another thing, length of hair. Boy, um, you know, men like it long and that flowy and all of that. And I even at the time, my husband, I was telling him, you know, but he was very supportive. Um, you know, he was like, okay, that's kind of cool. You know, took a minute <laughs> because again, uh, men have their own idea about what womanhood or how it should go, you know, right? So, um, yeah, so I would tell anybody who is transitioning to, it's your journey. It's not my journey. It's not, you can, you can get opinions and, you know, suggestions from other people. But I would say, because I had the opportunity, my grandmother was a specialist in growing hair. And because I had that little bit of edge, I knew my hair and I knew what it could do, what it couldn't do. But then I experimented a lot and um, because I didn't want to do the big chop, that's the word, the big chop. Um, I did twist outs, you know, I, I, I experimented and I knew and roller sets and things like that, that we did back in the day. I mean, it's the same thing, braids, all of that, uh, which is just beautiful. You know, I remember having beads, like 
oh my gosh, you know, sitting for hours, right? Just for that look, a trend as well, right? Um, and uh, so again, patience, getting to know, like developing a relationship with your hair, loving on your hair, accepting your hair. <laughs> and I'm drawing out the hair because it's like, okay, I love you. You know, you have to love yourself and you have to be confident about what you, who you are in the world. And I think it, it speaks to that. And I've had people ever since, you know, Amy, I, you throw down on my hair. I mean, I, that I love you for it. Thank you. I rock red a lot and people were like, wow, I really love your red and I love your your, uh, you know, your curls and all of that, you know, and, and white women even say, oh, I, I, I wish I had your hair or I love your hair. You know, um, like you said, <laughs> you can never have an Afro, but at the same time, I'm not so sure what my Afro, my Afro would look different from somebody else's Afro who I'd love They're curly, curly, curly. And mine might be really not so much. Um, so again, great question. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because that's one that's one of the things that I know that women struggle with when they come in yeah. is, uh, you know, family members coming up to them. What are you doing, girl? You know, like that's looking crazy. And why are you doing this? You know, <laughs> you, know you just need to go in there and it's not yeah. shiny yeah. and it's not, you know, and it's this perceived. This perception of what is pretty. And right. then that, of course, takes us into the whole conversation of the pretty curl yeah. and you know why that ends up being the pretty curl and you know what frizz is not a bad four-letter word right right okay. little, <laughs> yeah you know a little frizz is okay you know yeah. and it's gonna happen um so but yeah that's that's a whole nother going down that another rabbit hole of you know, who has the pretty curls, who doesn't have the pretty curls. Right. And then, and that creates a whole nother association. Cause my husband said growing up, he was always like, you know, the, the pretty boy with the pretty curl, you know? Yeah. And so, mm -hmm. you know, that he, he, that's, that's a story that's in his head. Mm -hmm. Good hair. Good, the good <laughs> hair, the good <laughs> hair. So, and you know, in my perception, it's all good hair. Yes. It's the way you look at it. It's the way yes. you present it and own it. Yes. I had a professor that, um, you know, she was very, she's old school and, you know, she was, a, I think she was a Delta and, you know, she'd come in her heels uh, when I was in college and everything. And, you know, she was professional and, you know, ladies, she didn't accept anyone entering the classroom late, but she, so we would come in and there was one young lady, she had a hat on and she didn't like that either. Don't wear a hat to her class. And, <laughs> and uh, she, so she's like, but my hair isn't, it's, it's, it's a mess today. You know, I'm having a bad hair day. She said, no hair, is, there's no bad hair days. And you have, do you have hair? Then it's all good. Mm -hmm. I really love that. She said, you can go to the restroom and, you know, you know, straighten it out however you want to, but know, know that you know, it's when you don't have any hair <laughs> that might be, but then again, we can rock that too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're talking about people with alopecia and things like that. Embrace it, embrace it. Um, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Um, hair loss, 
thinning hair, that's going to be another conversation that I bring up in another yeah. uh, episode that will be coming because that's another huge mm. um, confidence killer. Yes. Not yeah. feeling, you know, good about the amount of hair or mm. being able to see your scalp. So that right. will be, you know, an episode to look forward to listening to on another day. So I'm lining that one up and Absolutely. having people to connect in that area. Wow. This has been great. Yes. Thank you for showing up today. Thank you for sharing. Um, I think that a lot of people are going to appreciate or they're going to hear your story and they're going to connect. I think they're going to see themselves. They're probably sitting there listening, going to be nodding, going, oh yeah, <laughs> yep, yep, that's me. Yep, that was my grandma. Yep, you know. So thank you for, you know, allowing us a little peek into your life. Well, thank you, Amy, so much for having me um, today to talk with you about it, because it is, it is, again, it is more than just that. I mean, I was, as we were talking, I could reflect on so many things and where I was and the time and the smells and everything, the press and comb, you know, I smell it in the, in the grease and the crocodile and you know all of these things. And so it's like, oh, and the relaxer and the chemical smells and the burning, you know? So it's like, oh man, it's, it is a lifetime. And so again, I'm very honored to have uh, talked with you today on this podcast. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Just as much back. Um, so yeah, I hope everybody is able to kind of reflect upon their journey and, you know, go out and seek the people that are supportive of your choice, you know, surround yourself with those people, those conversations. And the more that you speak with others, the more that you're going to find, you know, what we call a curl tribe, right? You're, mm -hmm. you know, you're going to find them and they're going to be there for you. They're going to support you. They're going to give you suggestions and the more that you talk about it, the stronger you're going to be if this is the journey you want to be on. Yes. And, you know, the other ones, it's a great lesson in boundaries. It's a great lesson in saying, thank you for your opinion. I love you. And this is where I choose to be. So I think being able to take that power back and yes. to own your choices propels you into so much more of being able to show your true self and not to be afraid. And I think that's one of the biggest lessons that I try to share with others and support them on and continue to remember for myself, because if there's one thing that I think is the hardest and that's showing up authentically. Absolutely. Amen to that. Absolutely. Rock it no matter what. Absolutely. That's a great note to send everybody off thinking about for the day. Well, this has been wonderful and, you know, be well until the next time I see you and you listeners, too. you too. I hope yeah. you got something out of this and, you know, just spread the curl love. Spread it. Love you all. Thanks. All right. Have a great day. You too, Amy. If you have really enjoyed listening today and would like to have me address any questions you may have, or if you are inspired to be interviewed on the podcast with your story, with either your success journey, or you would even appreciate extra help with your curls, then send all correspondence to me at ambushedcurlacademy at gmail.com. I would love to add your voice and inspire other listeners. 
Now, I also have an opportunity that is special for all of you that are hairstylists, or maybe you are not, but you know a hairstylist. And if you were inspired by what you heard and seeking to expand your curl education, I'd like to invite you to visit the Ambushed Curl Academy website. You will find my online curl education course that I created in order to inspire other hairstylists. If you have any questions, I can be reached at ambushedcurlacademy at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. It has been a pleasure to have this opportunity to celebrate natural curls with you. Until we meet again, love your curls and embrace the natural beauty that is uniquely you.